To all my friends watching and listening all over the land, God bless you on this beautiful day that the Lord has made. As you can already tell, we're celebrating the birth and the life of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here at the Emmanuel Church, we believe in saying Merry Christmas. Amen. Not Merry Xmas, not Happy Holiday, Merry Christmas. Hey, I heard somebody holler, Merry Christmas. Amen. That was a miracle. Amen. And how can you not love a child with the name of miracle? Girl, God is good. God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in to everyone in person, everyone listening, everyone watching this broadcast all over the world. Thank you so very much. And God has a word designed just for you. I encourage you to get your Bible as we get into the Word. We're in the Gospel according to St. John chapter 8. Let it shine. What better time of the year than during the Christmas holiday to let it shine for Jesus. Most of all, in order to let it shine, we have to be an influencer for God. An influencer has the power or the ability to affect the actions of others. And all of us can see when we turn on the news or we hear people talking or you check out social media, influence is strong. Influence can be used in a positive way, but it can also be used in a negative way. During this time of year, we know that some people get depressed, but we know as maturing Christians God does not want us to be depressed because we are literally too blessed to what? Hey, we're too blessed to be depressed. Stay determined during the Christmas season to let your light shine. And as maturing Christians, we have to have the mindset that Jesus had to speak truth representing God. As a global Christian community, we have to make sure that we're doing our part in influencing the world for Jesus. And I want to say a special God bless you, and I'm very serious, man, to every person here in person. And I love you, to all my friends watching. God bless you, and everyone listening. But listen, don't take this for granted. You chose God. That says something in today's times. Because some people are still living for the world. I'm going somewhere today. Jesus is our ultimate example to follow. And truly we are grateful for Joseph and for Mary in carrying out what God has assigned for them to do and that was to bring our Savior into the world. Right now you can begin living in the freedom that is available to you. Jesus came to planet Earth over 2,000 years ago. And there's no magic formula. Say, well, we can do step A, B, C, D, E, F, G. The easiest way to be connected in the family of God is simply by saying, listen to me, Lord, I repent of my sins. And Lord, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. God, I believe you sent Jesus 
to die for me. I love it that when you confess Jesus with your mouth and you believe in your heart that God sent him and that God raised him from the dead, the Bible says you shall be saved. Therefore, you become part of God's holy family. And God has a plan. God has a purpose designed just for you. The issue we have in today's climate is people want to try to live out somebody else's plan. Why are you always looking at somebody else's life? Take a look at your own life. The grass might look greener on the other side of the fence, but the grass on the other side of the fence, you still got to cut it every once in a while. When we obey God and let our light shine for him, those who are depressed, those who are sad, those who are around you begin to feel better because you're allowing your light to shine. Always when we obey God, we can count on God and watching over us. We can count on God to reveal himself in new exciting ways. Somebody, come on, get ready. Say, there is a shift. Come on, do it again. There is a shift. Now, see, not only, now you better receive this, there's a financial shift. Ah, I said, there's a financial shift. I said, there is a financial shift that God is doing for the body of Christ, not in 2022. The process has already begun right now. Everything is changing instantly. To all my friends watching this broadcast, man, this has been unbelievable. This past week, we just had 74-degree weather in Kansas City in December. And then on top of that, we had the wind come through here. Ah, I wish I had time. How many of you, okay, you say you got time. How many of you actually know where the wind comes from? When you study where the wind comes from, there is, it's impossible for the wind to blow without the S-U-N. Research it. Google it. It's impossible for the wind to blow without the S-U-N. You see how God fixed this thing? And it's impossible for your kite to fly without the S-O-N. You ought to get tired of scraping and crawling all the time. God says he wants the body of Christ to fly. And the only way for us to take off is to make sure we're in the right relationship with the S-O-N. Ask your neighbor, do you know him? I said, no, look at, don't. See, we assume too much. Look at somebody. I didn't ask you to ask him if you heard of him. Ask somebody, do you know Jesus? I read about him in a book. That's not good enough. Get to know him. I said, get to know Jesus. Please remember the real key to crossing the bridge from defeat to victory is always Jesus. If you want to have guaranteed victory, 
If you want to have guaranteed success, then you need Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. Because, listen to me carefully, I touched on this last week, I'm just setting you up. When you have Jesus, you find yourself in harmony with God. And the question God is asking the body of Christ today is, do you want to be in harmony? Somebody, I just want to live every day. I don't want to just exist every day. I want to live for God. I want to be in harmony with my creator. And when we take steps of faith, when we obey God, when we read his word, when we apply his word, harmony comes in. Can you say amen? Today we continue looking at the gospel of John chapter 8. And we see that Jesus is still in conversation with the religious leaders concerning truth. Jesus wanted to talk to them about freedom. And Jesus talked to the religious leaders about the characteristics of their father. Jesus just finished saying to them, why do you not believe that I tell you the truth? Why do you not hear the words that I am speaking? Why do you not hear what I'm trying to make it plain to you? Then Jesus says, where's Brother Billy Brewer? Billy Brewer, are you here? Is that Billy Brewer? Raise your hand if your name is Billy Brewer. <laughs> One thing I love about this gentleman, he always says when I'm preaching, Pastor, make it plain. And that's exactly, Brother Brewer, what Jesus is getting ready to do. He's getting ready to make it plain. When God has something designed just for you, it's not for everyone, it's just for you. And when people start rejecting what Jesus is saying, remember, they're not rejecting you. They're really rejecting God. In plain words, if you want your life, some people say, I just want to live any kind of way. I'm going to make this statement to you today. I've never said this before. Please hear me, and I know I'm going on record saying this. If you're going to reject God, if you're not going to accept Christ as Savior, let me take my glasses off, I've never said this before, then dude, you are, you are just wasting your time. Talking about, well, I'll do something for God today, but I'll do something for myself tomorrow. I'll live for God today, I'll live for myself tomorrow. What a waste of your time. Listen to me carefully, Shh, don't miss this. Dude, if you're going to hell, you might as well have a party while you on earth. I, I, I know that's hard to say, but if you're not going to accept Jesus, you ought to be out partying, living it up, because this is going to be the only heaven that you're going to get to experience. Because without Jesus, you are living your best days right now. The Bible says there's going to come a day that our Savior, God is going to send our Savior back to planet Earth to take the church up. And I don't know about you, but I'll be caught up. Hey! I said I'll be caught up 
to meet him and spend eternity in heaven with my Savior. But some people like playing with God, saying, oh, I got one foot in the church, one foot. Listen, dude, stop playing. Go ahead and party. Because when you get to hell, there is no way out. Say amen, church. On the other hand, if you're going to live for God, live for God. Let your light shine for God. Who cares what people think about you? Oh, you don't hear me. Who cares what people say about you? I want to let my light shine for God. Hallelujah. You say, well, Pastor, you don't know. I just party every day. And when I think about God, I might show up for New Year's. Dude, keep on partying. I'm not trying to change your mind about that. Listen, God has put people in the lives of all of our loved ones. Look at me clearly. People know right from wrong. Say amen. Get your finger out. Help your neighbor because maybe they don't remember. But tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, I love you. Tell them, say, and tell the truth. You know right from wrong. No. <laughs> the Pharisees were standing around. And they were talking to Jesus and arguing back and forth. And I've told you the last several weeks, man, don't waste your time arguing with people. Speak truth and keep on pressing forward. If you're going to reject God, listen, you're in a very dangerous place. Look at chapter 8. Find verse 48. Jesus is getting ready to do a brother Billy Brewer. He's getting ready to make it plain. Verse 48, pastor's reading from the Amplified Bible. Please look at your Bible. It says, the Jews answered him, are we not right when we say that you are a Samaritan and that you have a demon? Are we not right when we say that you are under the power of and under the influence of an evil spirit. And if there was anyone that the Jewish people detested more, it was the Samaritans. They said this to Jesus because they were trying to insult him publicly. Because remember, there were hundreds of people standing around. I told you last Sunday, the disciples were standing around. The religious leaders were standing around. There were hundreds of other Jewish people standing around listening to the heated exchange that was taking place. And they want to insult Jesus by calling him a Samaritan. And not only did they call him a Samaritan, look at your Bible, they also said that he had a demon. And I told you a few weeks ago, demons are real. Demons have been around for billions of years here on the planet, but they tried to insult him even further. Look at your Bible. They said, what's even worse than that is, look at your Bible, you're under the influence of an evil spirit. Now, as a maturing Christian, and I wish I could talk to Nicodemus during this conversation because he was right there. As a maturing Christian, it's a scary thing. When you have the religious people saying to the light of the world that you have a demon. 
Do you see how the devil has tricked so many people where they couldn't recognize who Jesus really was? Some people would never recognize you as a child of God because demons have clouded their vision. But know who you are in Christ. Know what God has promised you. Know where God has brought you from. They didn't rec recognize that Jesus didn't have an evil spirit. The Bible actually says he had the Holy Spirit. This religious council, I can't believe they said this to the Savior of the world, saying that he had an evil spirit in him. And they did not recognize Jesus because they were blinded. The Bible says they lived in darkness. Jesus said the blind cannot lead the blind. And in plain words, they were not in harmony with God. And when you're not in harmony with God, the characteristics of your father will show up. They were displaying characteristics of their father, the devil. Jesus said, who's your father? If Abraham's your father, then you ought to be displaying characteristics of Abraham. But Jesus also said, if God is your father, then you should be displaying the characteristics of God. When people are hateful, when people are angry, when people are mean, they're displaying the characteristics of their father. But when we are loving, come on church, when we are kind, when we are forgiving, when we are patient, then we are displaying characteristics of our Father. And I challenge everyone this week, take the test. Take the test this week. When someone makes you, tries to push your buttons or makes you upset, whose characteristics are you going to display? Say, the choice is mine. I want to display God's love, God's joy. And I told you, it was declared over 2,000 years ago. When the angels made the announcement, the angels said, peace on earth and goodwill toward men. Now, the Jewish people here in this text, they tried and tried to try to attack Jesus personally, but they couldn't find anything to accuse him of. They tried to abuse him. They tried to put him down. And I want to say this, bullying, to all my teachers and educators, name shaming, putting other people down just to build yourself up. We see this is not a new thing. They were bullying Jesus 2,000 years ago, telling him he had a demon. Now, if somebody told you you had a demon, you'd be ready to fight. Tell the truth. If somebody told you your father's the devil, you'd be, some of y'all be ready to fight. Some of y'all be ready to roll. This is nothing new. 2,000 years ago, they tried to do all this to suppress what Jesus was saying. They were trying to bully him and keep him down. But look at what happens in verse 49. Jesus says, I'm going to make it plain to you. What a powerful verse. Look at 49. Jesus answers and says, 
I am, look at it, not possessed by a demon. On the contrary, I honor and I reverence my father. And you dishonor and you despise and you vilify and you scorn me. In other words, they were trying to put him down because he was declaring he was the light of the world. They had no idea who was standing right in front of them. See, please look at me. Jesus was not just a regular person. He was 100% man, but he was also 100% God. And they didn't realize they were not just standing in front of a king. They were standing in front of the king of kings. They were standing in front of the Lord of all lords. There was no king or lord greater than Jesus, yet he stayed right there to converse with them all for the purpose of opening their eyes. Can you say amen? Not only do we call Jesus, see some people forget who he is. He's not only king of kings. He's not only lord of lords. But listen to this. The Bible calls Jesus the commander of the heavenly host. So when you have Jesus, have a light bulb moment. Really think about who you have as Savior. Say amen, church. Be careful how you treat people. They were treating Jesus like a uh, stepchild. They were treating Jesus like he had some kind of disease. They were treating Jesus like he was a second-class citizen. That's why they called him a Samaritan. Because the Samaritans questioned the Jews. Because the Jews always went around saying, hey, we're the children of Abraham and everybody else is nothing. Well, I got news for you. I'm not going to waste my time arguing about if you are or if you're not. The most important thing is when you accept Jesus as your Savior, you are born into the family of God. Somebody say amen. They were treating Jesus any kind of way. But people need to be mindful how they treat a child of God. I told you, we're all God's creation. Every person on the planet, God has created you. But we are not all of God's children. You don't come into the family of God until you accept his son as Savior. And I love saying this. You cannot bypass Jesus and make it to the Father. Say amen. What I find so fascinating in this story, not only, now check this out, they said he had a demon. They said that he was being influenced by an evil spirit. Then they came right out and said, you must be crazy. Don't you know people think we're crazy? Because we're talking about the invisible God. Don't you think people think we're crazy when we say, I got to read my Bible this week. I have to get up and go to church this week. Don't you think people think you crazy when you tell them, 
You don't say, I got to research it. I say, I'm going to pray about it. I don't care if you think I'm crazy. I know who I'm praying to. I'm not praying to someone that has ears that can't hear. My God is a prayer hearing and a prayer answering God. Won't he answer prayers? Some of y'all fooling me. Won't he answer prayer? Say, yes, he will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You are prayer answering God. So don't mind yourself at all when people think you crazy. Oh, I'm going to church. That stuff's crazy. You going to hell. I'm going to church. And the reason I'm going to church, look at verse 49, because Jesus says, I honor my father. That's why I come to church, to honor my father God. That's why I pray, because I want to honor God. Ah, maturing Christians, we shouldn't just want to honor God on Sunday. Maturing Christians, we shouldn't just honor God with our talent and then not give him any of our time or our finances. If we're going to honor God, if you're going to do it, if you're going to live for God, live for God all the way. Hasn't God given you life? Hasn't God protected you? Hasn't God shielded you? Hasn't God watched over you? Look how powerful God is. How many of you slept last night? Slept a couple of hours at least. God allowed you to lay down. Listen to me. Process this, to be unconscious, knocked out. Some of y'all snoring. <laughs> Allowed you to lay down, sleep, get a couple hours of rest. Then when you open your eyes, look how powerful God is. When you open your eyes and you realize, hey, I'm laying in bed. I hope you're laying in the right bed, first of all. <laughs> Jefferson. I open my eyes, I realize where I am. I realize I'm alive. God is that powerful. And you open your eyes and look around and see the beauty of the Lord. Stop letting the enemy keep you in knots and angry and wrapped up. Lord, I thank you that the freedom that I experience is all because of your son. Hallelujah. Every person who refuses to hear Jesus, they're refusing to hear the Father. Look at what Jesus says. Look at verse 49. Jesus says, you dishonor. Jesus says, you despise. You vilify me. You make me into a bad guy when all I'm trying to do is bring you into the light. Wow. Jesus said, I'm trying to teach you. But demons have closed your ears. And that's what's wrong with some of our family members. Demons have closed their ears. They know the truth. Whew, I guess I'm talking to myself. But they're refusing to see the truth right in front of them. And I have to tell you today, if you do not accept Christ as your Savior, you are not saved. And if you don't accept Christ as your Savior, the Bible says that hell will be eternity for you. Shake your finger and somebody say, don't go to hell. I don't apologize. Don't go to hell. 
demons have been influencing people in 2021 like never before. I was going to talk about this next week, but all our school shootings, senseless murders, 500 murders in this city. Well, I'm going to beat you. 900 murders in that city. This is not a competition. Why don't we have a competition? How many people we can save for the kingdom? Come on, church. Why don't we have a competition this week, Lord? I'm going to write down, I'm going to try to bring three people into the family of God. Why don't we have a competition? I'm going to see how many good things I can do before Christmas. The world has everything twisted, but tell somebody there is a shift. In 2021, the world has been influenced by family, friends, the news media, but stop listening to the devil and his demons and tune in to God. I'm going to tell you the truth. Please hear this statement. When you come to church every week, when you come to hear the word of God, don't miss this. When you tune in each week to hear what God has to say, here at Emmanuel Church, I can't speak for anyone else. You are literally hearing from God. As God's spokesman, as God's representative, as God's watchman, I stand here each week to tell you the truth and what the world needs more than anything. We don't, listen, money's good. Peace is good, all this. But listen, what the world needs most of all is Jesus. Somebody say amen if you're saved. That's what the world needs. The world needs Jesus. And the world needs to hear believers talking about Jesus. Say amen. It's not about just giving gifts or getting gifts. It's about the birth of that's what we seek to do here at Emmanuel Church. That's why we are in harmony with God, because we're seeking to honor God in what we say and in what we do. And I love saying this. Get your hand out. Put it on yourself. Woo, thank you, Father. Look at this. Say, I am God's representative. Listen to me. We're God's representative. Go out and let your light shine. Don't expect somebody else to always try to spark your lighter. You let it shine. You tell what God has done for you. Say amen, church. Verse 50. Jesus goes a little deeper. He says, look at it closely. Jesus says, however, I am not in search of honor. Look at that. For myself. I do not seek, and I am not aiming for my own glory. <laughs> there is one who looks after that. He seeks my glory, and he is the judge. Here in verse 50, Jesus explains that he is only here to seek God's glory. And we can be thankful today I love saying this. It's not about me. Can anybody else say that? Point of somebody say, it's not about you. Come on, believers. But it's all about Jesus. 
And I love the fact, that's why I don't waste my time and stop wasting your time judging everybody. God is the righteous judge. And one day, sister, all of us are going to have to stand before God and give an account of why we chose some of the things we chose. Say amen. Here in this verse, they tried to shame Jesus. They tried to dishonor Jesus. Jesus said, you make fun of me. You've put me down. You've tried to humiliate me. Yet I'm still going to stand here because he didn't want anyone to be lost. Maturing Christians all over the world, make up your mind that you're going to honor God today. Don't say, well, I messed up all year. I'll just wait till the beginning of 2022 and hit the reset button. You don't know what the next few days are going to bring. Honor God today. If you have people, and I'm very serious, if you have people coming to your home, if you're going to someone else's home, honor God by talking about Jesus. Say amen, church. That's what I love about our Bible study and our youth team. Teach the little kids about Jesus. It's not about giving all the gifts because I love what minister said. And minister, what did you say? You said Mercedes. What did you say? A BMW? Oh, she wants a Ferrari. So if anybody's listening that has a Ferrari they want to give away, we have a member right here. I, I love how Mary said, if you don't get your Ferrari, I told you last week, if you don't get your Tesla, if you don't get your new VR glasses, you got Jesus. Say amen, somebody. I want to honor God just like Jesus. That's so important. I'm getting ready to close. That we honor God like Jesus. How did Jesus honor God? He stood firm. He stood strong with the Pharisees, Sadducees, the religious rulers, the religious leaders, the rabbis, all these people around Jesus. He stood still and spoke truth to honor his Father. Some people, man, when it gets a little hot, Man, they check out on you. You ever had somebody you know you were depending on? Thank you. I see. You. I mean, really depending on. Oh yeah, you can count on me. Then when you really need them, uh huh. Oh, if you had just caught me yesterday, but I need you today. But how blessed we are! We have a Creator that when you really need Him, He's right there. He said, I will never leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. And the beautiful thing about our creator is, God loves me. Say, God loves me. God loves me. Say it. Now help me out. Get your finger. Find somebody. Oh, I won't tell you who to look at. You find somebody. Well, you pointing at somebody specifically. Tell your neighbor. Say, neighbor. As jacked up, no, say, be real. Come on. Say, as jacked up as you act sometimes, I don't know why God loves you. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. But look at me. How many of you know we've messed up? I'm jacked up. 
I've fallen short so many times. But not only does God love me, not only has God forgiven me, but the Bible says he loves me with an unconditional love. He loves me as much as the day I was born. Isn't God good? I said, isn't he good? And don't you know that his grace and his mercy is still extended today? We may have trials. We may have tribulations. But that also, along with trials and tribulations, the Bible says we will have victory. The Bible says there will be blessings. And I told you a few weeks ago, the Bible says we will start experiencing some heavenly days. Heavenly days are just, it's those kind of days where everything goes right. How many can use some more heavenly days? Where everything just seems to go right. But see, don't miss this. Heavenly days now are every once in a while. Don't miss this. But the closer God gets, oh, to sending his son back, for the believer, we're going to experience more heavenly days. That was heavy. Process it. Look at verse 50 again. Jesus tells them to their face that they're dishonoring him by the way they're acting and speaking. It's a disgrace how some people act sometimes. And some people are not in harmony with God. Some people enjoy acting ugly. But please remember, when people are acting ugly, look past that person and realize it's not that person. It's just a demon that's using them. It is God's will that all men should honor him. Somebody say, Lord, I want to honor you. When we honor God, it shouldn't be a choice whether or not we're going to pray. It shouldn't be a choice whether or not we're going to open our Bibles. We want to honor God. And Jesus honored his father like no one had ever done in the history of mankind. Be careful that you do not seek the applause of men because people will tell you to your face, I've had this happen to me, use the greatest you're magnificent. Oh, I just love you. Only to find out five minutes later, I don't know, I can't stand him. Be careful of the applause of men. The Bible says that when you do good, that when you bless somebody else, when you do things in secret, God will reward you openly. I'm looking at the most blessed church because I have members sitting right here who bless people all the time. And that's why we're the most blessed church because we know that when you bless God's people, blessings just come raining down on you. Say amen, somebody. Don't be a Pharisee. The Bible says the Pharisees were self-righteous. They were stuck up. They were very prideful. They were hung up in their own accomplishments. Don't be a Pharisee. Jesus says that I, one day, I will make things right. Jesus knew 
as he's standing in the midst of the Pharisees, he knew that in a few days, he knew he was moving towards Calvary, yet he stayed the course. Don't be a Pharisee. Pharisees always want to talk about what's wrong. Pharisees never want to do any work. You ever met somebody that all they want to do is complain? I'm the kind of person, I want you to know me, I don't need to hear about the problems all the time. Tell me some solutions. Don't come to me with just problem after problem because, man, I'm not going to carry all that stuff myself. The Bible says, cast your cares. Somebody said, Pastor, I'm dumping it all on you. No, you ain't. Because all I do is dump it all on. Cast your cares upon the Lord. Stop looking for someone else to come in and make your life better when God has given you the power. Power is the ability to act. I have the power and the authority from God to let it shine. See your future self. See your future self happy. Amen. See your future self one day not wearing your mask. See your future self, Emmanuel family, it's just for you. See your future self reaching out to hug somebody. Hey, see your future self hugging somebody saying, I know God is good. See your future self living to honor our creator. Please stand to your feet. Don't allow anyone like the Pharisees tried to do to Jesus. They tried to shame him. They tried to put him down. Lift your hands. But stand your ground. Confess every day, I'm going to let my light shine for you, Father God. I want to be intentional with my words. I want to display the characteristics of my Heavenly Father. And during this Christmas season, like never before, Lord, let my heart show your kindness. Come on, lift those hands. Let my heart show your mercy. Close your eyes. Let my heart show the love that runs from heaven to earth. Let my heart show forgiveness to those who have hurt me. Let my heart show forgiveness to those who have used me. Come on, lift those hands. Let my heart show the love of God for all of God's children. Father, We lift our hands unto you. You are the creator of all. And thank you, Father, for reaching into human history 2,000 years ago, born in a manger. Born in a manger. The simplest of life, born in a manger. Yet he is the king of kings. He is the Lord of Lords, and he is the commander of the heavenly host.
Father, we raise our hands to honor you during this Christmas season. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father. It is well. Clap your hands. I know you received the word. Come on, clap your hands in the house. God bless you. We love you to all my friends watching this broadcast. Jesus is the reason for the season. We wish you a blessed Christmas in Jesus' name. God bless you. We love you. Be sure to tune in to be here next week for the cleansing of our hands. We want to get rid of some stuff next week to prepare our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our spirits to what God has in the new year. To all my friends, may God's peace be upon you in Jesus' name. Amen.